Welcome to the original Vegan Business Talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And today our guest is Sahan, and he is uh, the founder of Plant Based Studios. And I'm going to let him actually pronounce his last name because I, I don't think I would ever get this one right. <laughs> they did Sahan Bakrinava. Yeah, yeah, I had a tough one with that one. Awesome. Cool, buddy. So tell us a little backstory about you, a little bit of the cliff notes, and then how did you get to do what you're doing today? Sure. Uh, so Shane, I'll go back to my undergraduate years. Uh, so uh, as a part of our degree program, I had to basically go and do an internship in uh, in a third year. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I basically got to work in a big multinational. And uh, after, even though it was supposed to be a one-year internship, after a six-month uh, stint, I knew that corporate life was not for me. And uh, then I basically joined a startup. And uh, what I liked about working in a startup was that uh, my involvement in most of the departments, I, I wasn't just constrained to one function or department. So uh, I basically like, like that vibe of being involved and being hands-on and not being a small cog in a very large wheel. So uh, after eight months at the startup, I basically had to go back to the final year of my degree. And what I thought was, uh, let me start my own business. Uh, if it works out, I can continue doing it. And if not, uh, at the end of the degree, I can potentially probably take the normal route and take, uh, well, get a job. Uh, well, fortunately for me, it did work out. And uh, I basically started off as an uh, exporter of organic spices. So back in 2014, when I started, the uh, organic uh, market was rising. So I was able to identify that trend, uh, build a website, uh, contact a couple of suppliers, and basically... Uh, put the products which we could offer from Sri Lanka, uh, get the relevant organic certifications and jump right into business. And uh, from uh, origins of being an organic spice export in 2014, uh, there was a lot of demand as in uh, and inquiries coming in from customers and they were asking whether we could do, uh, for example, we used to, ex as in we still do export organic uh, cinnamon powder, organic moringa powder, etc. And uh, customers were asking whether we can uh, send these in capsule form. So I was like, yes, uh, we invested in a machinery. We basically uh, started supplying our customers in final value added form. We encapsulated the cinnamon powder rather than just exporting the raw commodity. And that's how we got into the nutraceutical business in 2016. And that happens to be a separate business unit, uh, which we have currently. The brand goes as Ancient Nutra. Then... Uh, since 2016-17, I've been identifying this trend of uh, people basically uh, looking for this product called as in young jackfruit. So growing up in Sri Lanka, young jackfruit as, was actually one of the as in curries we use in, in, in our meals. And it was nothing special for us. We basically come across it every day. However, I saw a massive trend towards people asking for this young jackfruit and the demand was increasing year on year. So I, I basically got to thinking, okay, what's so special about this? Because it's available and in, in abundance in Sri Lanka. Uh, however, mm -hmm. there was no real value for it before. And then to see, as in young jackfruit, as in the, uh, so that's basically uh, uh, the largest tropical fruit, which is called right. jackfruit. 
and it basically has three stages the young jackfruit stages in the early stages the mid stage of being the jackfruit and the latter stage of uh, it being a ripe jackfruit which can be used as a dessert so the young jackfruit actually has a meaty texture so so in sri lanka uh, the term used for young jackfruit is polos so uh, the origins of the term is when as in d- during the portuguese rule in sri lanka the portuguese or the uh, sorry uh, either the portuguese or the dutch have basically tasted this and they it for them it has stayed tasted like chicken so they they have po- called it pollo which means chicken in spanish so that's ba- 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 the origin of the name polos for young jackfruit in in, in our native language uh so I, i was able to identify this trend and uh, fast forward a couple of years uh, what I, i really saw was that the vegan market was expanding as at a very fast rate and that's when i thought okay that's a good business to be in and in 2021 we started building our new factory which is a, a which we basically established and officially commenced uh, in february of 2022 and basically the, that entirely processes vegan products which caters to the vegan market and that's how plant based studios was born okay cool so tell us a little bit about then more about the business model and a little bit of about the products right so in terms of the business model uh, currently since uh, especially in sri lanka we are catering to as in a very small niche in terms of the vegans the flexitarians and the reducitarians okay uh, currently we are available in few retail shops however we are mostly focusing on a horeca strategy uh because uh, most of the consumers are not aware of the products uh, as in the vegan products we do over here so we are trying to create consumer awareness through different uh, cafes restaurants and uh, hotels and in terms of the products uh, we manufacture uh, young jackfruit based burger patty uh, nuggets uh, then we have uh, a vegan chicken made from as in seitan or gluten uh, wheat gluten and uh, also we basically have rice milk oat milk soy milk in in different uh, powder forms as well and uh, what makes our product unique uh, shane is uh, most of the meat alternatives out there is based out of soy and uh, our product is relatively soy free uh, because the staple ingredients we use in our uh, jackfruit and the patty is uh, young jackfruit and uh, mushroom so right. that, that's that that's one of our usps uh, which we have That's cool. I like jackfruit. I love that. It's good. I've always liked it, right? But it's 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 one that you don't hear people talk about a lot, you know, compared to right. other things, right? It, but it's yeah. caught on a lot more. You know, you live in a country of of 22 million, right? You just said and so how is has as vegan products and the vegan community and vegan stuff has it really gained traction in your country? So I would say that it's in a very early stage now in Colombo as in that, that's the main city uh, we have like uh, 4000 recognized or known vegans as in uh, or people who would uh, identify themselves as vegans however that's just the recognized of a set of people so it's very small uh, there is certainly much more but what we see is uh, for example there's a growing trend towards veganism so uh, again a bit of a back story uh, shane uh, another 
a reason uh, why we got into this was that in in 2021 uh, mm-hmm. my wife and i we watched the documentary game changes and it oh, actually yeah. <laughs> changed our mindset and we were like okay we want to be vegan however right. it, it only lasted unfortunately for three days because of the lack of options in the market so that that's another right. reason why i identified the vacuum so like us as in people as in especially gen c's millennials are more informed uh and basically make better health uh, de- related decisions and also they do think about the climate change and animal welfare aspects so it, it's a growing community over here uh however uh, in terms of uh, our plans we plan to expand overseas uh, to basically capture to the growing mar- market of vegans in in other nations, right? Awesome. So, did you have to raise money? Did you use family and friends' money? Did you use some of your own money? How did you get all the business started? So, uh, uh, the story, Ashin. Now, uh, in in two thousand fourteen, as in uh, I, I was nineteen years old, uh, to start the business, I did not have any capital, and I basically borrowed thousand uh, dollars for my mom. And that's how I started in 2014. However, right. when it comes to building the factory, uh, so we invested uh, over $1 million and it was almost entirely bootstrap. And uh, th- there were two other partners, as in uh, uh, my dad and uh, one of our relatives, who basically uh, pitched in some money, but uh, still uh, in, in terms of shareholding, we own 90% of the company. So it was uh, mostly bootstrap. Wow. Well, that's that's pretty good, though, to be able to bootstrap that dollar amount. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's good job on that. Why did you guys decide to go build a factory now? Uh, right. So uh, in terms of, uh, again, uh, uh, origins based in uh, spices, uh, in 2017, uh, we bought this land uh, as in, in, in central Sri Lanka, where there's uh, a lot of spices to put up a spice factory and uh, for us to take the relevant regulatory approvals. It took about 13 months. And at that time, it wasn't really the best environment to invest in a factory. Uh, However, after COVID and uh, well, the market being in a slump, uh, I I thought, okay, it's it's the best time to invest uh, as in double down on the capital investments and basically build a factory. Uh, not for spices, but this time for vegan products. And uh, one of the main things we want to reasons why we wanted to put our factory chain was to control the entire R and D process, as in to basically initiate uh, an idea and basically have control over development, production, and until the product reaches the shelf. Because uh, in terms of uh, most of the Sri Lankan factories, uh, as in we, we are a commodity exporting country, so uh, you'd hear of. Uh, uh, coconut factories, a lot of coconut factories, uh, spice factories, uh, rice factories, but uh, vegan factories, I think we, we are one of the very, very few. And in terms of the commercial scale of uh, vegan production, I think we are the biggest in the country right now. Right. Well, that's great. I mean, that's a, I, I, I think, I believe that's a great way what you guys did. I think it's a great opportunity. You know, I think you're ahead, like you're ahead of, ahead of the, the curve right now on that. So, you know, that's the key. That's the key to business, right? So good job right. on that. Do you, um, you know, when you guys kind of started and you, and you, and you kind of started looking at, um, you know, where, what you were going to build and, and, and why you're building, you said, you know, the jackfruit was 
popular and stuff like that did you then were you looking at what type of products then to make out of the jackfruit is that how you kind of started to look at it so uh well we on those note uh notes uh shane so as i said that there was a huge vacuum in terms of the vegan products in the local market and uh, that need was identified then um, we had experience uh, in uh, trading plus uh, manufacturing jackfruit uh, for some time so we definitely and I, I knew about the meat related properties jackfruit had so i thought of okay incorporating jackfruit as the key ingredient to make use of those uh, meat like properties in our vegan products so uh, jackfruit basically was uh, as in uh, how do you say one, one backbone of that story so uh, that that's from where the idea came okay well people are thinking as in calling it polos uh, with having a meaty texture there's huge uh, growing demand for jackfruit why not uh, make our vegan products using the staple ingredient of young jackfruit right that makes sense so what's been uh what's been some of your biggest challenges uh, so uh, again, uh, as I said, uh, when we invested, as you know, when we started investing in the factory, I honestly thought that it was one of the best uh, economic conditions uh, to invest because it was after COVID, the world was just getting back to normal. And uh, what I fought, so, so was uh, as in an area of as in all period of growth. However, economic crisis was uh, something I did not see coming. Right. So in terms of uh, launching a brand, especially which caters to a sort of a high-end uh, niche uh, especially during these times it has been very challenging right and uh, i'm pretty sure you've heard of the stories uh, in sri lanka so amid the economic crisis uh, last year uh, there was a fuel issue uh, fuel queues lasting for about eight days uh, so basically oh. transporting uh, goods uh, from cent central sri lanka to as in colombo and uh, uh, exporting uh, ha had been challenging and there was also an as in economic and dollar crisis over here uh, a lot of power cuts uh, and uh, so the irony is now we the factory uh, was a very operational just to share some insight and the challenges we've had to face uh, so at the, at the factory there's a generator uh, there, there were about 12 to 14 hour power cuts uh, of course, since we have the generator, we can run the factory, but there's no fuel to put in the generator. So uh, right. there are issues like that. However, still be being in the export industry, uh, the government had given us a preference. So we were able to basically procure fuel directly from uh, the big fuel importers and the two main uh, importers uh, using dollars and basically get uh, them delivered in bowser loads to the factory. So because of that, we were able to function and basically uh, ensure that even despite a 12 14 hour power cut we were able to function the factory and uh, so still uh, for example during the period even though you now mo most of the workforce as especially the factory flow uh, workforce uh, lives close by so they basically walk to the factory however some of the executive staff at the factory basically have to travel uh, a few as in a bit of a distance and th they did not have the fuel to basically get to the factory so there was a few operational issues like that right. uh, but apart from that uh, other challenges have been uh, getting the product out there and especially as in starting a new brand during during a crisis like this right right uh, how many people do you have work for you right now uh, so at the factory altogether we have uh, 85 shane 
that's uh, that's direct employment and uh, in Colombo we have 30 so we have uh, 115 uh, altogether right so that's a lot of diff you know that's a uh, that's a big team and that becomes a lot different because I remember when I went from you know five employees to 20 employees and then you kept going up it becomes a lot of a different of a business the more people you yeah. have have you noticed that a hundred percent and then yeah, your role changes so fast and uh, <laughs> yeah. to be very honest, as in grasping and being able to come to that level as soon as the company demands it, it is quite tough. So to be very honest, that's still a challenge I face, I personally face on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because even when people are small business, I tell them, you know, a business wins from people you're really in the people game you know and 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 i've always wanted that because i'm heavily trained in people and heavily trained in systems and heavily trained in that and i don't think enough biz business people focus on that enough and understand that enough that you know they don't spend enough time with the people when in the end that's what's going to drive a business to the next level is the people right so so is is what do you find having what's your biggest challenge trying to run a team of that of that of that size right now uh so in terms of uh the factory uh setting as in the 85 uh, people over there so in terms of employment in in, in the location where the factories in that's martali central province sri lanka uh so to be very honest uh, shane as in uh, there's not much industry around the area and especially we pick the area looking at uh, the potential to give employment and basically get uh, as in people to work with us as well so that has been uh, quite easy because uh, there, there was a time uh, we used to have like 10 walk-ins every day asking uh, whether they could have jobs so hmm. finding people in that area of course uh, has not been an issue uh, however given the situation running the factory at scale or at at, at minimum capacity and keeping them employment ha or employed has has been the challenge uh, right. however in in, in terms of uh, our executive staff, especially in Colombo, uh, so we have another big challenge where as in most people are migrating because of the economic situations and conditions. And it, it's very difficult to retain people uh, because most people uh, just want to go overseas and get another job uh, because of uh, the country situation right now. So in terms of uh, at in getting good talent and retaining uh, good talent, uh, that's another challenge uh, which uh, is currently there. Right, that makes sense. And when people decide to leave country and go overseas, where are they trying to go? So uh, early, of course, uh, Shane, it is mostly as in countries like uh, Australia, New Zealand, uh, England, Canada. There's a lot of Sri Lankans in Canada. Right, right. Uh, but however, as in the, in the last uh, one to one and a half years, we've even seen a lot of people going into uh, Middle Eastern countries like Dubai uh, to basically, uh, look, earlier, of course, it, it was uh, migrating as in forever. However, now uh, countries like Dubai, as in, uh, it's it's not long term. It's just uh, as in maybe medium term employment. However, even people are for that now. Right. Makes sense. So what's your goal with your business? Where do you see it in 5, 10, 15 years? Right. So, uh, Shin, uh, as I was saying, as in our, our main plan for this year, uh, we'll be actually looking for a seed round, as in a seed round of investment for us to break into South Africa, uh, sorry, uh, Singapore and uh, Australia. Uh, those are right. the two key markets we have in uh, mind for now. 
uh, and uh, that that is for this year and uh, for the next next three years we basically want to get our entry into europe and uh, the us and in in five years time so anyways we do have uh, several companies based in vietnam and uh, indonesia from where we source some of our other ingredients mostly oil and uh, frozen chili etc however there, there's a lot of jackfruit in uh, vietnam and indonesia as well so uh, to be basically resilient against any supply chain issues which may come in the future we want to establish factories in uh, indonesia and vietnam both so with our global expansion we can basically ensure that we have the correct supply chains to cater well, resiliently amidst any any supply chain issues which may come just just like what we saw during the covid period so in terms of five years we want to have established factories there and uh, definitely within uh, 10 years we want to to be a truly global company uh, having a footprint uh, in at least um, majority of the uh, countries and uh, cities so that, that that's a plan uh, we are well um, trying to achieve in uh, 10 years that's great i love it i love it um so has um you know because in in can at least i know in canada and 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 america right now we've dealt with a lot of inflation right now and a lot of food costs like it it it's never been this high like nobody has ever ever seen it like even i was walking through just our local store the other day and a normal bag of chips was $7 seven seven dollars right you know like it's it you know it's you almost can just go buy a uh you know buy a meal for you know nine dollars right. right have you guys had the same type of issues okay so let, let me ask you a question shane uh so we you said that inflation is bad there has it been about 80 percent yeah I, w- i would say no i would say bro probably 65 i would say we're running right so we we've had food inflation at 80% so and so just to give you an example of that's just basic uh, grocery items and food however when it comes to finished products for example if you basically try to buy a meal it has gone up by two to three times so uh, it has wow. been really challenging in, in those terms and in, in terms of the currency uh, so uh, again uh, the rupee has depreciated against the dollar uh, by 80% in one and a half years so that has been very challenging uh, especially when it comes for example importing uh, the machinery required for the factory the, that's where and uh, but but i would say that being an exporter we did uh, have a bit of a currency gain uh, owing to the depreciation of the rupee however right. now th- th- these days as in just in the last week uh, it completely reverse as in we uh, the rupee has appreciated uh, 20% against the dollar however again being an export company dealing in international trade that's a 20% forex loss for us so that that's the me as in last big challenge we we had to go through yeah wow wow yeah i mean we uh you know we we uh, you know coming from um, canada i mean we usually li- we like to travel usually to a lot of uh, other countries but besides the us cuz our dollar is not good but our dollar goes so far in most countries so when we right. go into uh, you know when we go into most countries you know like uh uh you know uh, you know i mean even even places you know $100,000 goes it's like a million dollars in most countries for us right. with, you know our money so not the US obviously but a lot of the other countries so <laughs> it's uh 
even in Sri Lanka, so one dollar basically gets you uh, based on current exchange rate about three hundred and twenty rupees. So uh, right. I I think it's about two hundred fifty per, per Canadian dollar or something similar. Yeah. Right, 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 <laughs> right. So yeah, my friend just went and uh, he went and um, built a, a house, a second home in Thailand, and. You know where I live, Vancouver. You pay you pay six seven hundred thousand dollars for a studio for four hundred right. square feet. Well, his place in Thailand is ten thousand square feet. You know, with three pools and you know right. stuff, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, you're, it's quite exciting what you guys are. You know what you guys are doing. You know, I mean, obviously, I run pretty deep with contacts and stuff like that too. So. Um, you know, I don't won't mind connecting you with people that if you need it in America or Canada or, you know, even other countries, I know a lot of people too. So 100%, you know, so it's, especially you guys are working to change the world and, and make the world better and, and uh, you know, healthier. Right. So uh, but since you mentioned that, Shane, um, that's something I'll uh, like to add is uh, in terms of the products. Uh, so we try to keep the product as clean as possible, as in, not had any preservatives, additives, no synthetics, uh, use uh, organic and regenerative ingredients. So currently our work pad is, uses about 75% regenerative ingredients. And uh, well, we, we can as in confidently say that it's it's definitely uh, healthier, uh, cleaner than what you find uh, in, in a normal shelf. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm always looking for that you know, type of food. I, you know, I work out every day, 6am and I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'm right. very, very healthy. I'm, I'm the type of guy, I carry a lot of muscle and all the guys in the gym, like I know them all and they pretty much all change their eating to what I do because they were like, yeah, he doesn't eat meat. It's crazy. Like he's bigger than everybody right. in the gym and he doesn't eat meat. Right. So, right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm also, very much always, yeah looking to eat as clean as i can except like on a cheat day i'll have like right you know uh my but that's like anything you know you have your you have your cheat v i have my cheat vegan food you know like a beyond the beyond the burger or something or or impossible is like my cheat food you know right, right. got it okay <laughs> yeah I, i'm not eating that i'm not eating that every day now i'm not i know people that run those companies and and, and even own them so i'm not bashing their product it's just it's just uh, <laughs> uh it's just uh it's not as healthy as some of the other stuff that i'm eating all right. the time right so simple as right. that <laughs> awesome so where can um people find find you at like social medias websites because i got people from all over the world that watch this uh podcast right. so so, Sean, currently our website goes as plantbased.lk. That's P-L-A-N-T-B-A-S-E-D dot L-K. Uh, in terms of social media, it's uh, plantbased. Uh, plantbased.lk in, in terms of Instagram as well. And uh, currently, uh, it's available to be bought off our website. Uh, and, and also, one uh, unique feature about the product is it, it's cold chain free. So because of the packaging technology, it can be kept in ambient temperature or shelf, it's shelf stable up to one year. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, we, we are also actually working on a crowd uh, funding campaign to basically, uh, as in expanding to, as I said, Singapore, 
uh, Australia. And uh, for, for the crowdfunding campaign, of course, we'll be targeting the US market as well. So uh, uh, we'll have more details uh, on, on that in about a month's time. So, yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. And then spell your website one more time for everybody. It's uh, yeah, www.plantbased.lk, plantbased.lk. Awesome, awesome. Cool, thank you so much for this interview, bro. And everybody go check their stuff out and keep an eye on them. And uh, make sure you guys follow our Compassion Kingdom. We have a global community from around the world. Uh, we do something once a month uh, to help people in need. Last month, we raised 500 jackets for the homeless. Most of you know we've been doing this for like seven years. Uh, so go over to actionsofcompassion.com. Join that community. Uh, we have people from all over the world. And thank you so much, bro, for this great interview. Thank you so much, Shane, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Take care, everybody. Till next time.